the body is miraculously made, but there are so many things that the Lord's revealed to me because back to that conference, I went to that booth and the lady told me that. I went to another booth and that was with Research Genetic Cancer Center. And since 2004, they have been able to do a blood test that will find stem cells in your blood. Because what I've learned is that the Lord has put amazing uh, nutrients and, and substances on this earth that keep our body healthy. Charisma Connection. I'm your host, Adelie, and I'm excited to introduce you to registered nurse and author, Jenny Herbacek. Jenny, how are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. Wonderful. Now, Jenny, tell the audience a little bit about your last name. You have a very unique last name, Herbacek, and it's not even spelled how you pronounce it. Right, right. Well, I married into the into the Herbacek name, and we always say that we sh- we need uh, to buy a vowel because it's H R B as in boy. A C E K. It's missing a vowel, and my husband's family, um, immig- you know, were immigrants to the United States years ago from the Czech Republic, so it is Czech. Oh, okay. So we just say Herbacek. <laughs> That's great. I understand um, having a unique name with my first name being Adelie. So I just thought it would be great for you to share that unique story behind your name and for our listeners to get to know you more. Uh, You have written a very unique book that is out on the market today about cancer. It is called Cancer Free, Are You Sure? And it's basically uh, your go-to guide for cancer testing. For our listeners to get to know you more, tell us the story behind this book. You were a survivor of breast cancer. And tell us about this life journey that led to this inspiring book. Right. Well, I'm going to take you back at least about 10 years because um, I was, I, this was not something I ever planned. Cancer is not a subject that people really want to talk about. It's something that we want to avoid, right? Correct. And here I am smack dab in the middle of it. And I've worked with thousands of people and I get such amazing, you know, reports and testimonies. And my goal is to defeat defeat all disease, especially cancer. But anyway, years ago, I went to a, um, a like a weekend retreat at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp, and that's up in Arkansas. So I went there. That's good because I grew up around. A, that's good because I, that you said where it's located. Because I grew up uh-huh. around. I actually learned how to water ski on a Lake Hamilton in the oh, okay. Polk County Winter Haven area, of Florida. <laughs> okay, well, this actually is in uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oh, wow. I got in the car and drove 10 hours to get there, and it was 6 a.m. prayer. And it's one of these camps where they just you pay $7, and they give you a pillow and a blanket and a sheet. And so there was no television to watch. There was no nothing. So I thought, well, I'll go to 6 a.m. prayer. Well, the next thing I know, we're all in the circle having morning prayer, and uh, Dr. Null was uh, leading prayer that morning, and he began to prophesy over me that there uh, was quite long, but the main thing was that there was a work that I would do for the Lord and I would have a healing ministry. And at the time, I didn't even know what that meant. No one had ever spoken any sort of, you know, words over me. And I just said, well, okay, that's interesting. And then I ended up getting cancer in 2009. And 
I remember still thinking to the Lord, wow, how am I going to have some kind of human ministry? This is not even looking good for me in my life right now. Right. And then to begin with, I don't even know what a work is. What is a work? You know, that's (laughs) a word. It's a word that I don't use. You know, I'm not sure it's a word that many people use. So anyway, I ended up getting cancer. I, the fear came over me. It just, I was paralyzed with fear, and I had denial, because every year I went to the doctor to, and, and, and I had my checkup. And that's one of the deceptions with our medical system now, is that when you go for your annual checkup, and they do your annual blood work, and everything looks good, your CBC is good, your liver enzymes are good, your cholesterol is good, your blood sugar is good, and they tell you, you have a clean bill of health. Let me tell you, that is not, they are not checking for the right things. So... I did this every year, and then all of a sudden, between one year to the next, I find what we thought, what we found was a cyst, but it turned out to be breast cancer, and it was a 1.9-centimeter tumor that was, like, deep in the breast, so it wasn't really even easy to palpate. Um, So immediately, the doctor said, well, you know, you you need chemotherapy, most likely, we're going to have to do surgery, and then we'll talk about radiation later. And, And my first thought was, well, how long have I had this? Because Correct. every year I was given that clean bill of health, and I was going along life. I was a, I thought I was a perfectly heavy, you know, healthy forty-seven-year-old. Um, but to my surprise, the response that the uh, physician gave me was, "Well, you probably had this seven to ten years." And I, I just seven to ten I, years I silence. Seven to, there was silence in the room. I said seven to ten years, and I'm thinking, you know, here we're doing a podcast, you know. I, I, we can get on the plane and fly around the world, but we can't <laughs> find cancer until it's, until it's been growing for seven to 10 years. That is I a just, long time. That. And I thought, my goodness, I would have loved to have known that I had this back when it was at year two or three, when it was so tiny that guess what? You couldn't stick a needle in it and do a biopsy and I wouldn't qualify for your therapy. And I had opportunity to let my body heal because what I've learned is that the Lord has put amazing uh, nutrients and and substances on this earth that keep our body healthy. So we'll talk more about that later. But I did the chemotherapy, I did the surgery, and it was it was the worst. I'm going to say, if, I'm hoping at, at that point it was it's been the worst time of my life. It was absolutely uh, miserable with drains and just the fear and oh, the doctor's wow. appointments. And it's nothing that I wanted anyone to ever go through. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to take my misery and turn it into my, you know, into a ministry. So I kind of gathered up these people and there was a breast cancer support group that was, that was kind of falling apart. And I mixed, I got them connected with the local uh, Methodist hospital here uh, in my local city. And what I found after the first meeting was that, and this is another shocker, more than half of the women in the room, as they went around and introduced themselves, they told that they had the Almost all of them had the same type of cancer I had, which was estrogen progesterone positive, meaning it's hormone driven and, and herceptin negative. And they were all, t- and they all did basically the same drug therapy I did, the same surgery. And they were all told they were cancer free, but more than half of them were experiencing, rec- experiencing recurrence. And they were there without hair again and with wigs and blinged out, you know, pink mugs and bags and they were singing the praises of their doctors but yet and the people that bring them the casseroles for dinner and come help them clean their house and I just thought Lord 
what is going on here? There is something terribly wrong with this picture. And um, that really spurred me to start asking a lot of questions. And what I did find out was that uh, we have allowed cancer to become this big, scary monster, and it does not have to be. There are tests and that you can get, that you can get at your annual physical, that you can ask your physician for, that can find cancer years before you would ever have a tumor big enough to even show up on a scan in time for your body to heal because healing is encoded in our DNA. You know, we started from those, from a sperm and an egg, and those stem cells made those little fingernails and toes. And I mean, death was never in our God. You know, he, that was not in God's original plan. <laughs> but our bodies can heal. We heal when we break our arm. We put a cast on it. We get a cut. But then we have all of these degenerative diseases that are on society now, such as you know arthritis and and Crohn's disease and and Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and cancer, and they're all related to um, the immune system and, you know, not, not working correctly. And with cancer, I can even explain further, it has to do with the mitochondria, which are the tiny little engines that God so perfectly created to produce the energy for our cells that, that, that go through our entire body. We have millions of these little mitochondria, and they get so toxic and so deficient that they that they can't go through what what I what's called officially as the Krebs cycle completely, and so they start skipping steps and they start fermenting sugar, and mm-hmm. that's why we always say cancer is fed by sugar. It's because of our American lifestyle, and I'm going to tell you that cancer is a preventable lifestyle-driven disease, and if we could change our lifestyle and get the pesticides and the pseudotoxins and estrogens and the things out of our lifestyle that we have so, you know, just been bombarded with as the Industrial Revolution started, um, we wouldn't even need these tests. But since we are bombarded, wouldn't it be, I would have just been thrilled if I could have found the cancer that I had, you know, years before and never received that formal diagnosis. So anyway, so let me tell you, so I end up, I end up going to conferences and then I end up telling people that everyone I know who's had cancer, wait a minute, you may not really be cancer-free. You know, you need to get a test after your therapy and make sure you're really cancer-free. And that's a whole other aspect that I go over in the book uh, because you don't want to have a recurrence. And they will tell you you're cancer-free, but then like the ladies at the, at the group, they were still, they were having cancer again. So I ended up, I couldn't spend all my time on the phone with people and I was getting exhausted and I just thought I was to write it down. So I ended up, it took me probably a year, two, maybe close to three to get everything documented that I was discovering. And one day, this is so cool, because God is so good. Um, I'm driving down the freeway, and I know exactly where it happened, where I was at on the freeway. And I was just singing to our local, we have a local radio station here that does um, just Christian contemporary music. And I was singing one of the songs and just kind of praying and I said, Lord, I just hope that, you know, someday I figure out and I do whatever that work is that you have for me to do. And a voice in the car, which I know was the Holy Spirit, said the book was the work. And so I just teared up. And I mean, I could just feel the anointing in the car. And I thought, oh, my goodness, a book is a work. And here I have for years been trying to figure out what a work is. 
Um, and it's just full of information. I want to do every, I want to put the power back to the patient. I want to free people from fear. I want to let them, you know, look at this information and, and protect their health. I want to give them hope. There's just so much information in here. I, I know you have a lot of questions for me, but <laughs> yes. that's kind of how, it's, 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 a, it's a long story on how I got to this because I'm not an author. Right. You know, I'm not, I, well, I sometimes, don't know anything about well, usually a lot of times, like you, let's just recap. A, you had this prophecy over you that you were going to have a healing ministry. B, right. you go through this really uh, horrible valley. Let's just put it in right. to put it in a positive. You went through this horrible valley. You were diagnosed with breast cancer, and in the midst of all of this, and having to go through the chemo's and the surgeries and the research and everything, you found a group of women who were pretty much going through the same. Um, thing you were going through, and all of this, you were finding out that cancer is in your body seven to ten years before you even find out, and that's scary. Uh, it can. We're we're all sitting here in the studio thinking, and I'm sure all of our listeners are like, oh, I might have cancer, and I just had testing, and it's perfect. And then, right. But the miracle of this, it all led you to write this wonderful book, and uh, again, the book is called uh, "Cancer Free: Are You Sure?" and after this journey and after you're done and the Lord saying that the power is in the book, what did you do next? Like, did you start researching more? Did you take God's word? Because you said you were writing down notes as you were going through this experience. Right, 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 right. Well, okay, this is my personal mission scripture. It's Matthew nine thirty six. When he saw the crowd, he was moved upon them with compassion and pity for them because they were dispirited and distressed like sheep without a shepherd. And um, I have a mentor that said, Jenny, have you looked up the, the definition of compassion? And, it, and I said, no, actually, I haven't. And he said, compassion is to be moved to action. And so I just, the Lord just, he just implanted in deep in me this desire to find truth. And the truth first started getting revealed when I went to a, uh, I volunteered at a cancer conference. And I actually thought it was for the public, but when I sat in on the lectures, because I was working the door, you know, checking people's um, little uh, lanyards to see that they were registered, um, I was like, wow, this is really complicated stuff. They're talking about mTOR pathways and all these different <laughs> words I've never heard of. And anyway, so I, with that, I got to go into the exhibit hall. And the first booth I walked up to was was just, you know, it was actually Oncoblot at the time, which is they're now doing the IV gene test. And I said, hi, I'm Jenny Herbacek. What do y'all do? And the lady said, um, she goes, oh, well, we have a test that can find cancer years before you would find it with a mammogram, PET scan, PSA, or biopsy. Wow. And I thought, oh, my goodness. Sign really? me up for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, God, I just went through, I mean, I had a double mastectomy with reconstruction, the whole the skin after the surgery um, on my chest was completely gray, and they were talking about doing skin grafts. Oh, no. And I know, and I remember laying there in the bed thinking, I, I was so tired, I couldn't even pray. I was in so much pain. I had a morphine pump. Like, my chest, the skin was gray from, like, above my breast all the way down to where your rib cage starts. And it was dying. And they And I thought, this is not what I signed up for, Lord. How can this be happening to me? You know, Anyway, so um, 
my church group gathered around me and prayed because I didn't have the strength to pray other than God help me. That's all I could, that's all I could muster. But three days later, my surgeon came in and he looked over me at the foot of the bed and he said, Oh my goodness. He says, Jenny, I don't, and he's actually, I think he's, um, he's Muslim, I believe. And he looked at me and he said, I don't know what you are doing, but those prayers are working. Oh. And I never had to have a skin graft and the skin was all completely, I mean, just came back to life. And that is true. rejoicing. Everybody, the surgeon, the plastic surgeon, everybody was so. I mean, because you can get septic if you have that much dead skin on your body. Oh man. Um, anyway, so you know, it, there's so much for me to even tell. That's why I tell my story in the book. Plus, I tell people how to connect with an integrated physician, how to how to access these tests. Is it something they want? But even at that, even more than that, if you clean up your lifestyle and you eat half of your food living during the day that's organic, fresh, living vegetables like the, like the Lord made for us, mm-hmm. and you're not constipated, and you drink clean water, and you exercise, and you get your sunlight, and we do the things that God created for us to do instead of eating all this processed food, the goal is that we would ne- never need this. But there is, there is a great need because, what, 38% of people are getting the diagnosis in their lifetime. And it's something I don't want anyone to go through when, when they could find it early and they could, you know, take personal responsibility. Um, they can learn the truth about cancer because I teach about those stem cells, which are only 2% of the cells that are left behind wow. uh, after you do therapy. And those are the ones that, that are the prognosticator cells. They can, they, you won't see them on a scan. You will appear completely clear of cancer, but they can go and start another tumor, you know, months or years or even up to 30 years later. So it's, it's, you know, the body is miraculously made, but there are so many things that the Lord's revealed to me because back to that conference, I went to that booth and the lady told me that. I went to another booth and that was with Research Genetic Cancer Center. And since 2004, they have been able to do a blood test that will find stem cells in your blood. And I thought, oh my goodness. So you could have told me I had this years before I would have ever had a tumor either. You know, mm-hmm. and, and they even, you know, let's compare it to diabetes. If people are on a path of getting diabetes, you see your blood sugar or your, it's a test called a hemoglobin A1C. You see that creeping up. You can change your diet and guess what? The body heals. The body can heal. There are, there are multitude of substances that are proven in studies to kill cancer stem cells. We're just not eating them. You know, most people eat, what, maybe five or six vegetables over and over? Lettuce, tomato, green beans, you know. Well, I have an important we, question now that a lot of a lot of our listeners are women. So I have an important question now. Since you're talking about okay. eating healthy, eating clean and green, are you favor more keto diet or paleo or Whole30? Okay, you know what? They're both great. So, <laughs> so, so this is the thing. Actually, I'm sitting here having one of Sherry Cowbomb's, uh superfood green. Oh, I love Sherry. She's yes, great. I yeah, I buy that super food. It's a powder, and you keep it in the refrigerator, and you just put a scoop in your water, and it gets all these great uh, vegetables and it's some fermented stuff in there. But anyway, so listen, so those are two different things. The thing with paleo is it's low carb. Mm-hmm. Carbs convert to sugar. Cancer cells have, you know, 17, 18 times the insulin receptors of a healthy cell. And so that's why they're just, they, because their metabolism, as I said before, is broken. That Krebs cycle is not working correctly. So they are, they just want all that sugar. So they're just, they have all these extra receptors. So even just eating, you know, potato and rice, all of that is, is converting into sugar. So 
paleo takes out a lot of the carbs, and so that's why that is a good diet. The new thing is the keto diet. Correct. Especially when it comes um, to treating people with cancer or as a therapy or as a lifestyle. Uh, it started out actually for kids with uh, seizures, but now we're finding that it is very powerful um, with people with cancer because the um, the cancer cells have all these insulin receptors on them, a multitude more than a healthy cell, 17 to 18 times insulin receptors. So they're going to want all that sugar. And they, the cancer cells cannot burn fat um, effectively because remember, as we said before, their Krebs cycle is broken. Mm-hmm. So they're just, they're just chugging along and they are just stealing every nutrient that your body can get trying to survive and um, that's why we say, you know, the sugar feeds the cancer. So with the keto diet, you are, you're basically trying to switch your body into fat burning mode and the body will take the fats that you eat and turn them into ketones and then the cells will use that for fuel, it, which brings up a whole nother subject, which is a reason why I think so many people are getting cancer and getting the metabolism problem in the mitochondria to begin with is because of all the bad fats. Um, God created our cells with like a, it's called a phospholipid membrane and it's made of oils, but it's breathable and it's pliable. And when we're eating these, you know, when you go to a restaurant and they're serving a salad dressing and they say it's homemade, they make it in house, but they're using canola oil or some of these processed oils, those oils are going to clog up that membrane. They're, they're, they're not good for you. So when we say keto, we mean good fats, coconut fat, olive oil, butter, ghee, the things that are the good fats that have not, the way God created them, that have not been highly processed. So, in fact, I had a keto shake this morning, <laughs> and then now I'm having a glass of Sherry Cowbomb's green drink. Um, and so I try and, you know, get in more good fats because, you know, we went through a whole series or period of time in the United States where fat was bad and everything was low fat. And disease just skyrocketed. If you think back and look at the rates of disease, we our body needs the fat. It's um, you know we the cholesterol and the, the the brain feeds on it. So I I love the keto diet, and I think that uh, it can be very powerful used for cancer. That is as well as a paleo diet. That that's great news because I know they're very popular, and a lot of people will ask the difference or are these any good and stuff. So it's good to know that if you it's a prevent. It could be a preventative way for um, cancer, or it's one of the areas, like you said, for eating and diet is a preventative way. Some different areas that people can look into. Now, you did say something earlier that I thought was interesting. You said uh-huh. that estrogen. You brought up estrogen. I know sometimes it's controversial uh, that um, right. with like the birth control pills, synthetic estrogen, uh, women right. going through menopause. Uh, I think even um, now men are taking estrogen supplements and stuff. How not a good idea. <laughs> how do you, how has cancer? How has estrogen and the increase of all the different estrogen elements and the increase of use of birth control and the increase of synthetic hormones and stuff? Because you also mentioned hormone levels was a very important part. And I'm and right. is it correct that it's also hormone levels in men and women that they ha- that affect yeah. the cancer? Right, because there are so many what I call pseudo or fake estrogen mm-hmm. chemical compounds that are made in a factory that are in the plastic in our water bottles, they're in our cosmetics, they're, they're, they're everywhere, and they're bullies, and they're like stronger than our natural estrogen. 
it'll get in those estrogen receptors and block the natural estrogen and just just bully their way in. And so we get we get the term called estrogen dominance. And then I look at a lot of men and I think they look so feminine. I think it's because they're getting all this estrogen from from our society, from you know, it's in the water, from the birth control pills, from the urine, it's all being processed through. We are awash in 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 hormones and pseudo hormones. And I have heard multitudes of physicians say that oral contraceptives cause breast cancer oh. um, or any hormone-driven cancer. And so, you know, God didn't make a mistake when he <laughs> did the right, you know, when he made us. We have just gone crazy, I think, with some of the chemicals. And people don't realize, I'm, I'm very cautious when I drink water out of a bottle, a plastic bottle, because you don't know if it was in a truck and it got hot, you know, once that plastic heats up, those chemicals are released. Um, you'll see products that say no BPA, no phylates. These are all things that interfere. They're inter- endocrine uh, disrupt- disruptors. And there's actually a website called EWG.org. And I, I talk about that in the book as well, where you can go and put your products in and see um the relationship to some of the ingredients in there and what they would cause if they're if they're have carcinogens if they're endocrine disruptors uh, exactly what you know what the studies are showing on these different ingredients and the main thing is if you need a good lotion use some coconut oil you know we I think we overcomplicate we're in a fast paced society um, and then even when people get cancer they want to run down and and get the surgery and the chemo real quick without looking at their options. Uh, without seeing if maybe there is a less aggressive healing approach, and I go over all that in the book as well, um, what what actually happens in an integrative clinic. And I have something called Cancer Free University, which is at cancerfreeuniversity.com, and where I've interviewed all the labs. Um, it's in the book, and I've in, well, actually not all in the book. The book has more. And I've interviewed some of the main ones on there, and I've interviewed integrative cancer clinics, physicians that, unfortunately, they get a lot of people who have failed traditional therapy, and and they've been sent home. And these people find these incredible men and women that are applying different healing therapies for cancer, and they save so many lives. And what I would like people to do is if you get a diagnosis, and you've missed the window of, of trying to correct it just, you know, without any drug therapy or any IV vitamin C or whatever it is you're going to do, please, please honor yourself enough to take the time to realize you didn't just catch this. You've had it for quite a while and do your research. My book is a great resource. Cancer Free University is a great resource. Um, and, and listen to some of these interviews and collect your data and because you deserve the best and you can't go back. Once you start, you know, once you open up that line of the chemotherapy or you've had that surgery, you can't, you know, it, you, you don't get a redo. So the best thing is, is to, you know, pray about it and, and let the Lord lead you to the right, right place and let your body heal because that's, that's the ultimate goal. Well, Jenny, I am so thankful that you were on the show today on Charisma Connection and that you were our guest. This was really good, important information that men and women need to know about. Again, Jenny's book is called Cancer Free, Are You Sure? And it will and it is, it releases uh, in early October, but you can pre-order it now, correct? Yes. If people will go to cancerfreebook.com and... Um, 
click on it's available. I think it's Amazon and Target and Walmart and Barnes and Noble and a list of places. Um, but if a, even just go to Amazon and order it, and then you come back and put in your order number on the Cancer Free Book website, we will send you. We will mail you the book on October first. On October second, the e-version of the book will pop into your email. And then you also get another free download of a resource book that I wrote called Living Cancer Free Made Simple. You'll get that immediately when you pre-order the book. If you do that today, you'll have that in your inbox today. And um, one of the most powerful things in that uh, little book is a list of questions to ask a radiologist or an oncologist before you agree to therapy. Um, and the book's only nineteen ninety five or nineteen ninety nine. It's just incredible, incredible value. People spend that much money on the toll road going to a doctor's appointment. Wow! Um, and I just would love for people to help me get this message out. My, my and my save some money on those tolls. <laughs> yes, and yeah, and yeah, and to defeat disease. And I help you connect with an integrative physician. It is not God's will for to see any of His precious people suffering through cancer. Um, and if, if anyone's interested in Cancer Free University, that's cancerfreeuniversity.com. And on the payment screen, if they put in Cancer 50, C-A-N-C-E-R-5-0, that I'm knocking it down to half price because my, my passion is, is for no one to go through what I went through. And it's absolutely possible. If we started this today, we could, we could cut in half the cancer diagnoses. Um, tomorrow, if people would just start looking for it early, letting the body heal. I want to have warehouses full of chemotherapy that's getting dusty and expires, that no one ever has to use it. Um, that is my, that's my dream. So, And I will come in agreement with you on that dream, that especially that this is, will start, as you said in your dedication, creating a cancer-free revolution. I believe your book will do that because it's very informative. It talks about various different cancers, various different tests. And how can people reach you by social media or by email or anything if they have questions? Sure. My my website's cancerfreeexperts.com. And I'm also on Facebook with Cancer Free University. Um, And they can just send me or message me on Facebook as well or email me through cancerfreeexperts. Jenny, again, thank you so much for being on here. I learned a lot. Um, This is going to be a resource tool that I tell all my friends and family about that they need to read before they go get testing or before if they start thinking that they're starting to have signs or even with their diet or anything if they want to live cancer-free because it is hereditary. I'm going to start um, telling everyone about your book. And would you please take us out in prayer? Oh, absolutely. Heavenly Father, we just come before you through your throne room of grace, Lord, and we just, we give you all the praise and glory, Lord. You are our creator, you are our healer, and you're our provider. Father, your word says that we will not be without tribulation in this life, but that we shall be overcomers. Lord, and I just speak a blessing over everyone listening today, that they shall be overcomers, that their body will be made whole and healthy, Lord, and that they will live out every plan and assignment that is ordained for them, direct from heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. And thank you for listening to Charisma Connection. Liberty University trains innovators, dreamers, and leaders who want to use what they learn to champion a better tomorrow. At Liberty, a quality education means not only preparing for professional success, but most importantly, impacting the world for Christ. 
Learn how you can train as a champion for Christ online or on campus at liberty.edu slash champions. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.